Good morning to everybody. Bezras Hashem, we're up to Shir number 377. We're learning today Lefush Lema Tehila Hadasa Basilana, Lefush Lema Shmuel Ben Tehila, Lefush Lema Avraham Shlomo Ben Genendel Sarish. Okay, moving back to our Malacha of Malabain. Um, laundering. We're trying to go through some various interesting questions brought up in the Sefer Nishma Shabbos that um, might come up. He brings down an interesting question. One has a wet garment and it's partially wet. Would one be allowed to put it into the hamper? Uh, we spoke about, of course, hanging it up, how to hang it up, where to hang it up. But let's say one one's, uh, they'll just throw it in the hamper. Okay, the the fact that it might, you know, it might not be the best thing to do as far as mold, get moldy or uh, wet, uh, you know, to put wet things in the hamper. But let's say Al-Pihalacha, would one be allowed to throw it into the hamper? So it brings on Taka, yeah. In other words, we're far, maybe we're worried that uh, if part of the garment is wet, it's going to touch other parts of the garment and make other parts of the garment wet, and maybe that's running into a problem of uh, So he says, no, we're not uh, worried about that because number one, no, the person doesn't have any, there's no kavana to actually wet anything and it just happens by itself. And he said, especially if it's a clean, a purely clean baguette, so then it's even easier. In other words, the bag is not dirty. It's just a question of it's wet. Then after Shabbos, a person wants to wash it, so they'll just throw it in the hamper. So Lemaisa, he brings down that would be fine. Interesting Shaila he brings up. The Nishma Shabbos, he really has some interesting Shailas um, that it's, uh, people don't think of, but they really apply. One has a Band-Aid on one's hand. Um, and now they want to, let's say, wash. We're not talking about the, the, the question of a chatzitza, washing, fechala. But the person, let's say, comes out, they wash their hands coming out of the bathroom or whatever the question is. But on the Band-Aid, they might have some blood, for example. One had a cut and they have a Band-Aid, uh, whatever the case is, they put before Shabbos or on Shabbos. But Lamaisa, they might, let's say, they, there's some blood on the bed. And maybe when you're washing your hands, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a blood, it's a stain. It might get washed off. Is that a problem? So he brings Lemaise, it's no problem because of the fact that one is, uh, basically, the Band-Aid gets changed, it's going to be thrown out anyways. One doesn't have to worry about the laundering of the Band-Aid if he's pouring on water. In other words, after a person uses it once, he throws it out, he puts, puts on another Band-Aid. Um, again, we're not getting into the logistics of band-aids and pulling it off, putting it on, on Shabbos, how that works. But Lamaise, as far as the wetting the band-aid, if there might be some blood and the person might be worried about, well, maybe I'm laundering the band-aid, washing off the blood, he brings down that is no issue because Lamaise is being thrown out anyways. He does bring down, though, if one has a tachboishis yoisig like one has a big bandage, taka, not a band-aid, but like a big dressing, a bandage, let's say the head, Rahman on son, something a little bigger. So then he says, That one should be careful, and that badafka to go pour water, that one could come to uh, squeezing it out, might not be comfortable or the like. It's not something that's constantly uh, thrown into the garbage. So one should be a little bit more careful and be careful not to, you know, to wet it too much on purpose, but he shouldn't come to squeeze it out. So next, Shiloh, he brings out interesting. We, we've spoken about, of course, we've been talking about one has to be careful. Uh, the Ramah brings down not to go near a uh, slippery area where one might slip into water. Again, not but just he shouldn't get his garments all wet, like puddles or, 
or uh, lakes or these type of things, you know, with very shallow water, to be careful, wouldn't, shouldn't slip in and get all wet. So he brings down, but the mice, if it's for a mukha mitzvah, let's say mitzvah, one would be allowed. Uh, for example, let's say, uh, I guess one is in the country or the like in the summertime and they're going to uh, Davensville a Bitsiba or the like, or they're going to a special shul or they're going to a, to a Rebbe. Even says one is walking in the street. Let's say one is walking. Uh, he's walking in the street. And he finds like one of these very large puddles. Sometimes a person's walking mamish on the sidewalk. Um, and he just really has to walk into the puddle because there's no way to get around it. Let's say he's going to shul or whatever the case is. Or even if he's going home from shul, Lemaisi is going to the suda. But Lemaisi has to really walk into the puddle and he's going to get all wet. Or it may be, you know, he's walking mamish right around and he'll get splashed for sure, you know. So one would be allowed to, in these cases, to walk... Um, even though there's a chashash, he'll get wet, or even if he's getting wet, because again, he has no other way to go around, so in these instances, one would be allowed to go in these places, even though there's a very strong chashash, he's going to be getting his clothing wet. Of course, in those instances, one should be careful if he does get wet, not to squeeze it out, obviously, because that is also to do on Shabbos. Once again, we just, you know, constantly mention and reminded that one should be careful once they take off their clothing, they get home, if it's wet or the like, um, being careful not to, one should be careful not to put it in a hot area like near a steam or the like, it shouldn't come to have an iser of bishel on Shabbos, on cooking on Shabbos, cooking the water. Interesting, he says, uh, the Nishma Shabbos, the, a case whereby we've spoken about um, there's an iser for one to wipe. Let's say one got mud, a lot of grease or so, and one's hands to wipe it in a regular towel as opposed to a shmata. There's a gazer, one might come to wash it off. Hey, why do you use my, my face towel to wipe your dirty hands, you know, to wipe the mud, to wipe the grease or the like? We're afraid one might come to wash it if it's a face towel or a hand towel as opposed to a regular shmata. But he brings down interesting... Um, that is, if one wiped it in such a towel and right away they, or if one wiped up, let's say, even to use it to wipe the floor, one has to be careful not to use a, a, a regular hand towel or a face towel, uh, just to use a regular shmata or the like, which we've been talking about, a pre-cut paper towel. But if one used it in these instances and they talk about it very dirty, in which case there's a gazera, one might come to wash it. He brings down those nishma shabbos. If one threw it right away into the laundry, not to launder it, of course, but into the, you know, into the hamper with the, with the rest of the laundry that will be washed after Shabbos and he gets it out of the way so that there are there are those who are mekel in such a case thereby because of the fact that we're not, he's not like hanging it up and continuing to use it oh my, my towel's dirty I might come to wash and I just threw it like into the laundry and after Shabbos it'll be washed it's sort of like out of the way there's no gazera in such a case what someone to say he says um, that one might come to wash again basically one wiped the mud in the towel, threw it straight into the hamper and the like, so that will be fine according to uh, some. In general, we did say the best thing is one has muddy hands, greasy hands before they use a regular hand towel, before they use a regular face towel or the like to wash their hands first with water real quickly, water and soap or whatever, just quickly wipe off the mud, wash off the mud and then wipe their hands. That would be the best way to go. But in case somebody just threw it right into the hamper, that would be good according to some. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining. Bahatzlacha Rabba Kultov.